You're listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break. Hey, creators and creatives and entrepreneurs. Have you ever thought about diversifying your income and creating extra services or products, or how can you make another income stream? I think about this all the time, and especially now as I'm, as I'm an educator, but I did when I was a full-time photographer, thinking about how can I add more things in so I don't have to leverage my time as much and I could actually have some levers to pull in my business so I could make more impact and be more sustainable. Now, 2019, I actually made my first online course. It was called Album Academy. And since then, I actually, I think we've done around about $7 million in sales on online digital courses, which don't worry, it blows my mind as well. Because back in 2019, I didn't think it was even possible to be able to make that kind of money from a course. And I also didn't know that the education would translate so well to a digital space. See, for me, I did in-person workshops from 2015 to 2020. And it was a hard slog. I had to fly around the country, actually around the world. People had to fly to me. People could only do my education when I was hosting a workshop. And they had to fly across the country. They had to get a babysitter's travel. They would take time off work. And there were so many different limitations. And so I kind of seen this space where I was kind of sick of flying across the country for a conference or going to see my favorite coach or my favorite educator, um, taking time off and everything else. And also I wanted results fast so I could keep moving forward instead of just waiting for when's that workshop going to be released and then that way I can get results in my business. So for me, I seen it in 2019 and I was like, oh, I think digital courses and online coaching is really going to blow up here. And I remember having this brainstorm session with my team at the time. And I was like, I don't know what it is, but we need to change everything right now. And this is what we need to go all in on, which of course is a really hard thing because I actually stopped a lot of my workshops, which was a main moneymaker back in 2019. And we had to take a step back to get in to actually create courses. Now today, if you've ever thought about creating a digital course, or maybe you haven't, I don't know, but I do think today is worth listening to because I'm going to talk about four myths around digital courses and online learning and also four reasons why you should do it. I mean, just a reason right now is it's a industry that's absolutely blowing up and they poise it as, I think it's going to like double or triple in just the next couple of years alone. So right now there's a massive boom and you could be part of that. So before we get into today's episode of the four myths and the four reasons why you could be adding a digital course to your business, no matter what industry that you're in, no matter what kind of creator that you are, um, I want to let you know that I have a whole other podcast show, if you didn't know. And if you're interested in course creation, coaching, education, all that aspect of, of the things that I do, I've actually got a whole podcast called Educators Rising by Jai Long. So you can actually go over and find that on wherever you listen to podcasts. And there's a few episodes up there at the moment, but I dive into Facebook ads, I dive into um, how to build a course. Like I've got some great guests on there and everything else. And it's only going to build as well. So I kind of launched it at the start of the year, but I'm taking it more and more serious now. And I'm also releasing a course at the end of this year for course creators and coaches. So if you want to Um, join me on that. I'm actually doing a behind the scenes of me creating this course and coaching program on that podcast, which is really cool. So it's called Educators Rising. Make sure you bookmark that one. If you do want to know a little bit more about the course that I'm creating, it's going to be an absolute game changer. I've been working on it for three years now. There's a wait list in the link below. So just go down there 
hit that, join that wait list and I'm going to send you some updates, some emails and you could be part of the founding team that joins with the biggest bonuses and everything else and um, you can help me build this thing. It's going to be so much fun. So let's get into today's episode. Okay, I want to start off with the myths because I personally don't really love myths and I don't usually love the negative side of things. This is not negative. This is just myths that we have or limiting beliefs in our head or not only myths, just some things we don't even know it's a myth. And so I want to sort of uncover that. And then we're going to get into reasons why we do want to create something like a digital course or whatever, however your education looks for you. Maybe you're selling presets, maybe you're selling templates, maybe you want to have a workshop, maybe I don't know what it is, but let's talk about it. So number one is actually passive income. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm throwing stones anywhere because I'm absolutely not. And I'm going to preface this, the whole thing. Know that I'm coming from a positive place. I just want to put my spin on this just so if you're listening to this right now, you understand where I'm coming from. And just a disclaimer, if you use the word passive income in when you're selling your courses and stuff like that, it's totally fine. Like you do you. And I'm just going to explain a few things here because I think it's going to help us with our mindset. Now, the first one is, so passive income, a lot of people try and sell the dream of you can create a course in your business and it's passive income. But I would say that is not the truth for a few different reasons. One is passive income is, has been used wrong for like so many different years. And I've got my computer here. If I read the definition of passive income, let's hear it. Passive income is unearned income generated from investments, properties, or side hustles. It's a steady flow of cash not earned from active work, such as traditional employment or full-time entrepreneurship. Now, that's from Kevin Voigt from Wall Street Journal. I wanted to share that because it is unearned income generated from investments or unactive work. So you are not doing any work towards gaining that income. Now, this is really important because a lot of times what happens is we get sold the dream, and I've seen this so often, where someone says, you could join this and then you can make passive income by adding this to your business. But I want to give you a few different mindset shifts on this one. I was actually working, this, this is, okay, just to start with this story. Um, when I first started, I had a guy that was trying to sell me a course. This is back, actually, probably back in 2015. He was trying to sell me this course. And he was saying to me, would you like to become a wedding photographer? It's passive income because it's a side hustle. And I was a full-time wedding photographer at that stage. And I was traveling the world. I was burnt out. I was shooting 60 to 70 weddings per year. Like I was in the full midst of it, like wild. And the fact that someone said to me, and if you're a photographer, if you're creative right now, like it was almost insulting when they said, hey, join this thing and it's just passive income. Because no world that I live in does wedding photography create passive income. Like I just haven't been in that world. And to this day, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I have never seen it before for anybody unless you've invested in a wedding photography business and you've got nothing to do with it, um, no saying that you don't need to go near it, you just put some money in it and maybe some money comes back, then, yeah. But if you're actually doing any of the work, then it's no longer passive income and I can't see how that would be. 
Now, I see the same for course creators. So many people say like, hey, create a course that makes some passive income. And I have the same jolt effect. I'm like, whoa, man, since I have created courses, I have worked harder than I've ever worked, to be honest. And I hate saying that to you, but to be honest, that, that has been the truth. And every course creator that I know that's, you know, that has passive income, mm, they work pretty damn hard. They create a lot of things for themselves. Because think about it. If you're creating an extra product for your business, do you not have to actually build the thing, market the thing, keep it updated? Like, do you not have to have a website? Do you have to rank in Google? Like, how do people find you? Do you have to have a social media channel for it? Do you have to be able to process payments? Do you have to have support? Like, I think there's a lot of things. I think it's very active. Okay. So another way to look at it is if you've got a business right now, I was actually mentoring uh, a shop not too long ago and they said to me, and I want you to hear this. They said, I would like to add another product to the store because it will be passive income. Now think about this. If you go into a supermarket and there's lots of stuff in there and they add another product, is that passive income or is that just their business? Because I would say it's just the business. Like I can't see it being passive. I can see how you can have upsells and, I, and like cross sales and things like that. But passive, you still have to show up to the shop. You still need to keep it maintained. You still have to get people in through the door. You still have to advertise it to those people so there's brand awareness. Like you still have to have it in front of them. You still have to take inventory. You still have to, you know, you've got to do a lot of work on that. It, all you're simply doing is just adding another offering. Now with our business, the reason why I don't believe in passive income is because you're simply just adding another offering. Like it's not actually, like if you're a service-based business, you're, you're adding something else on there, but that's just business. Business, we add things into business. Like you sell things and some can be services, some are digital, some are products, some are physical, you know, whatever it is. But the more things you add on there, it doesn't mean that you've got less work. It means that you still need to upkeep the business. You still need to do support. You still need to be accountable. Like you still need to do a lot of things. You still need to bring people through the door. You still need to sell to them. There's a lot you got to do. Now, one of the reasons why I am passionate about this, not making passive income, because when someone sells you the dream and says, hey, like you should make passive income by creating a course or a coaching program or something, the problem is it's not because you're using terminology wrong because passive income is actually the wrong thing to say, and we're going to talk about this. And I'm not on my high horse. I'm talking like, yeah, you shouldn't be using that because it's just the wrong thing. And everyone uses it for different reasons. Like you're going to have two different reasons. One is, and I know a lot of people that I know that use it, they just simply don't know. Like, yes, they sell courses on things, but they just don't know finances. They don't understand money. And that's good. Like, fair enough. Not all of us understand money and terminology and all this kind of stuff. So it's just an honest mistake. And the second reason is because it's an easy way to fool people, to be honest. Like I get fooled all the time, it's like passive income. And so people know that you know that terminology and that's the dream that you want. So it's a kind of a sneaky way of going like, well, I know it's not passive income, but I'm gonna tell the person so then that way they buy my thing. And so personally, I don't like it because of that reason. And there's not that many people out there like that. I'm not saying like everyone's like that, but you do get the occasional person, just like the person I was trying to sell me the course on how to make passive income from a wedding photography business, which to me was BS. No, that's not why. It's because if you go into this with your mindset of I'm going to make some passive income, you're going to be, your expectations are wrong. You're going to be disappointed when you don't have to put in passive actions to get that passive income. 
Does that make sense? Because all of a sudden, you're still going to have to, maybe you have to create a whole new website for it. Maybe you need a sales funnel. Maybe you need an onboarding process for your students. Maybe you need an offboarding process. Maybe you need to learn how to run Facebook ads. Maybe you need to do Google ads. Like maybe you need to have full-time support admin around it. Like maybe you need to update and your course. Like maybe you need to give support to people that are in the course that are struggling. Like maybe you need to process refunds. I mean, the list goes on. Like it's just wild how much stuff you got to do around it, right? So you're going to be disappointed when you're sitting there going like, I thought this was just going to be passive income. Now, the good news is we don't really want passive income. Like I don't want passive income because I'm not here in my business saying, I just want passive income. I want to make an impact. That's what I want. And so I am proactively taking action so I can get real money in my business, not passive income. I want real income in my business. So I'm going to take the appropriate action steps to make sure that I have not passive income with passive results and passive results for my students, like real results. And that's really important. It will change the way that you think because you'll realize, oh yeah, it's just business. And sometimes there's things that make more money in your business and sometimes there's not, right? So when we add in more services and products and stuff, with something like an online course, it's not about passive income. It's about pulling a lever. It's you can make more impact and more money with the time that you put in, which means sometimes you're feeling like, oh, it's passive income because I feel like I should be working really hard. You don't have to work hard in a business to make money. That's that's an employee mindset. It's like work hard and I hopefully I work my way up the ranks and I get a bonus at the end of the year or whatever. But as a business owner, it's not about working hard and grit. It's literally about what levers can I pull so I get more leverage in the market so the thing that I'm working on right now can either serve more people or I can sell at a higher price point so I can bring in more income for my business so I can help and impact more people in my community. Does that make sense? So it's very, very different. Now, the next thing is with me personally, I'm all about the results and I want to get my students results. And so I don't have a passive mindset around that. I am proactively getting them results. I'm very active, not passive, very active. And I think that's really important because I've seen a lot of people do what I would say with a passive income course is a cash grab because they don't really care about the students. They just care about the money. And here is an analogy for you. Let's say, for instance, you are a lifestyle photographer or let's say a family photographer. And let's just say, for instance, you were doing it because you wanted to make $100,000 and that's it. That's the only reason why you wanted to do it. Not because you like photography, not because you love the images and the way that make people feel, not because you can make people feel seen and heard and understood, make them feel beautiful. Like when they see the photos, like they cherish the photos, they cherish those moments. No, no, no. It's just for the six-figure income and that's it. So what I don't like is when people preface like, hey, you can sell a course to get passive income. It's just the same as that. Imagine going, hey, you can start a photography business just to make six figures, but nothing else. You don't care about anything else. When really, it's the images that you create. Or if you're a band, it's the it's the gigs that you play. Or if you're a designer, it's the work that you create that's got an emotional attachment from that brand to their audience, right? Like it's that it's that little bit of magic. And so for an online course for me, it's not passive because it's the magic of I can actually create and craft something that's going to get people huge results and I get to allow them to use this and it unfolds in front of my eyes and I can make a huge impact. And in fact, I can change people's lives, which is so much better than passive income. Does that make sense? 
So our mindset has been taught for years and years, I, th- I believe, to be completely wrong. And what happens is we don't have accountability. We don't show up for our clients. And then we complain when it's not passive. And we realize all of a sudden that we bit off more than we can chew. And we've got to do a lot more work than we thought because I don't know why we thought it was going to be passive. That's what the person told us. So again, not from stones, just letting you know that, right? Okay. So what is it then? Well, in finance, there is a term called deferred revenue. So deferred revenue is a little bit different. Okay. So what is deferred revenue? Deferred revenue is you're creating something. Okay. Let's have a look here. Actually, I've got a definition here. According to the revenue recognition principle, it is recorded as a liability until delivery is made, at which time is converted into revenue. Now, what it is, is you create something first before you even get paid or you get paid first before you even have it. And then you get paid after the facts. So an example of that is you create an online course. You don't get paid to make an online course, but then once it's made, you get paid for every time that you sell it. And the time that you put in is worth more when you sell the course more times. Does that make sense? Another analogy. Think about a book. If you wrote a book, you're not getting paid to write a book unless you've got a publishing deal or something like that. But when you write the book, you get paid and back paid however many times you sell it is how much you got paid for the initial work that you did. But of course, it's still not passive income. It's deferred revenue because you still have to market the book. You still have to you know, put the stuff out there and have a sales funnel or everything else. You still have to have it on Amazon and try and hustle reviews and you know, it's just endless. So what it is, is you're pulling a big lever because you're doing the work once if you have a digital course and you want to put in the best and the most amount of work to make something incredible because you want this to be sustainable. The more work that you put into it, the less marketing you have to do because you'll have a sustainable business because you'll get better word of mouth. You'll get more brand points out there in the market. People will be talking about you, which means you get more referrals, which means referrals means you've got a good brand, which means you can scale and you can run less ads and things like that. You've got a good reputation. Reputation takes time and also takes good quality work. So it means if you created something good now, it means you can sell it over and over and over and over, which then uh, a lot of people see that as passive income, but that's your deferred revenue of the work that you already put in. You've finally worked on something and now you're getting paid. So that something is paying off, which is really cool because if you start thinking about it like that, you start thinking completely different. What can I do today that's going to pay me next year? You know, so I've got so many things right now that I'm working on. Like I just bought a house. It's not really paying me right now, but I know in 10 years time it's going to pay me. Uh, I just, I'm building an apartment right now. I mean, it's not paying me right now, but I know in 20 years time it's definitely going to pay me. I'm like, I just, I'm building a new course right now. It's not going to pay me for the next year. I've got so much work to put into this thing. I've been working on it for three years, but I know once it does come out, I'm going to get paid, right? So I don't mind taking that long game and adding more products into my business. Now, I hope that I change your mindset around passive. I don't really want anyone in my community to be passive and show up like that. I want you to be passionate and active, proactive actually, by creating something that's so remarkable that people love and then you're going to get huge success for years to come because you're going to have an amazing reputation. You're not trying to cut corners because you're trying to make as much money as you can. And by default, you're going to outlast everyone else with passive income courses and everything else because you put in the work and you will be rewarded. So next myth, you need to be miles ahead to be able to create a digital course. Now this one's a huge myth and there's a few different reasons. One myth is, and what's really interesting, 
when you get further and further along, so for instance, like I'm a seven-figure earner now, but someone that's making, let's say, $10,000 a year, when they come to me, they tend not to come to me. And one reason being is because like, well, Jai's out of my reach. He's just too far along. He wouldn't understand the problems that I'm having, you know. And so I used to think like that when I was smaller and I'd be thinking of someone else. Now, of course, I understand the problems that you, I mean, I've been through it all, but I understand why you wouldn't come to me. You would go to someone that's two steps ahead that just did the thing that you want done. Now, I seen the other day someone that's selling this super successful course and they only just started. And literally the course, they, they started out, they're a photographer actually, and they just started out like basics of, of a business. They just started their business and then they documented everything that they did and what worked and then they packaged it up and they've created a course. Now, what's cool about it is, it's literally like, how do I um, register my tax file number? How do I register a company? What's an LLC? Um, how do I get in touch with a, an accountant? Like, wh what are the first steps? Now, there's a lot of people that don't know that. And someone like me will glaze over it because I'm like, yeah, I've done that lots of times years ago and I don't see the value in it. But someone that's in it right now, they're like, I need the shortcut because I don't want to make a mistake. I just want insurance that this is the right thing that I'm doing. And I could go to an accountant or a business advisor. I could spend a lot of money to make sure it's all set up right. Or I bought this course that was $97 and then bang, I know step-by-step step exactly what I need to do. It's a blueprint and now I can launch my business with confidence. Now that person doesn't need to showcase that they've made hundreds of thousands of dollars in their business and they're miles and miles ahead. They just need to showcase that they're just two steps ahead of you. They were where you were just a moment ago and then they went through and bridge the gap, the knowledge gap. And as they went through, they made a bridge for you to cross. And it's all we need to be, just a couple of steps ahead. I think it's really important to know this because the only times that we start getting insecure and think, oh, I'm not qualified enough and I don't have enough, is when we start comparing ourselves to others. Like for instance, you might be comparing yourself with me and going, oh, I'm not gonna start something because Jai's got something and he's further along than me, so he's more qualified than I am. Where you get undone is when you start teaching stuff that you're not qualified to teach. Like if you start teaching stuff you've got no experience in, or if you only just read all the books and you had never actually like implemented these things, or you went to someone else's course and you learned a few things and then you start trying to teach those things, like then that will catch up to you. But when you've actually done the thing, you put in the work, then there's no stopping you. Like you can, you can definitely launch something and it will be successful because you're selling to the people that are just behind you. And I bet you right now, you can make a list of things that you've overcome in the last 12 months that you wish you could have just plug and played somebody else's strategy in because you didn't really need to learn it. It's just something that you wanted a shortcut and it just wasn't available. And you had to watch too many YouTube videos and you had to talk to too many people and you had to go to too many workshops and so on and so forth. So I want you to think about that. The worth is you literally just did the thing. So you're the most qualified person to teach the thing. You don't need to have years and years and years of experience and be miles ahead. And in fact, the further ahead you are, the more unrelatable you are. And the, and it's harder for you to remember what you did back then at that time. Now, myth number three is it costs a lot of money to create a digital course. And I would argue it doesn't actually cost you anything. Maybe a little bit actually. And I want to put this in perspective. If you've got a laptop and you've got an iPhone, then you're pretty good to go for the basics. 
the brand new iPhone 15. I'm really big into like making sure that like your production's good and everything else and people can see you and it works really well. But um, I've been looking at the new iPhone 15 and I've been watching reviews online. And if you didn't know, it actually shoots raw footage now, like raw video, and you can color grade it. You can send it to an editor to get color graded and everything else. And it looks incredible. It definitely looks way good enough for an online course, that's for sure. I mean, a lot of people just use webcams and things like that. And some people don't even have a camera. It's just screen share the whole time. Totally fine, however you do it. But the myth is when we start thinking like money's holding us back, it's a limiting belief and we're holding ourselves back from that success. So you got to ask yourself, what's the deeper thing that's stopping you from creating the thing? Because money's not it. I mean, you could record your course straight on your phone right now and you could write it out in Google Docs. Like there is no problem with that. If you got a little bit more money, you can put more into it. And in fact, if you wanted to, like I did for my first course, is you can record it and it doesn't have to be perfect. And once you get people into it and you make some sales, you can re-record it and you can perfect it after the fact. Now, I use this analogy a lot, but if Instagram launched on version 13, they would have been too late and someone else would have come to the market. But they launched on version 1, and then they keep bringing out updates and it keeps getting better or arguably better. Some people will say it gets worse. Sometimes it changes, you know, whatever it is. But the point is they launched an imperfect app or an unperfect app, but they got it out there and you can do exactly the same. Don't wait for all the money and all the line, things to line up in the perfect bro. You just need to get started. Okay, so number four out of the three. Number one is passive income. Number two was you need to be miles ahead. And number three was the money myth. And number four is the time myth. Now, so often people tell me, I just don't have enough time to bring in a new product into my business. But I know that's a limiting belief. We just haven't prioritized our time. And there is, you're probably doing some low value tasks. Because I think about this, if I have time and I'm running, what, three businesses right now, and I'm building some houses and I'm recording a new course right now. And I'm doing two, I'm running two podcasts at the same time right now. I'm doing live webinars right now during the week. Like there's a lot of things I'm doing right now. When I think about it, I'm like, I've got time. How do you not have time? You know, like I'm running stuff. Like, you know, there's so many things. And what what it is, if you if you boil it down, it's we are working so hard on low value tasks where we could be swip, switching it out to something that's higher value. And I want to ask you the question: Is creating a new product, maybe a digital product like a digital course, is that a high value product for your business? Like I would say it is. It's a lever that you couldn't pull before because right now you're selling your time. But if you pull this lever, it means you're making more impact with the time. I'm not saying passive income here. I'm saying you're making more impact with the time that you put in and we can get deferred income in that business. And we can be more sustainable and we can make a bigger impact. So if you don't have time, there's things that you can do. Maybe you've got money. And if you got money, then you can do what I've done when I get money is I literally just join courses. I, jo I join courses and coaching programs. And in the last like three years, I've joined multiple ones that are like $10,000 plus just so I can get a few tips or just a bit of motivation. It's all I needed. And it made its money back because I'm looking for shortcuts. I'm not looking for me to put in all of my time to create a course. I'm like, who can help me with this? What's the minimum I can put into this course right now 
to get results so then I can get some money so I can hire some people so I can perfect it later. Like what do I need to do? So for me, I'm always taking those shortcuts, like those time shortcuts by investing money. You need to invest something. You've got to invest time, money or energy. And so when you have no money, then it's more time and energy. And if you've got no skills, it's more time and energy. If you've got skills, then it's probably you're going to have more money because skills create money. And then with that money, you can leverage other people's skills, which means you're going to create more money. So just different ways of looking at it. But if you don't have enough time right now, I want you to ask the deeper questions. Like what is happening with your life? How have you came to a situation where you're running a business and you don't have any time? And what can you do? Honestly, if you've got no time, the way that I look at it, I'm like, there's a skill that you're lacking. Like maybe it's leadership. Maybe uh, there's so many skills. And why aren't you learning those skills? Because if you can learn those skills, you will um, get back your time. And if you get back your time, you can do higher value tasks, which means you can get more money, which means you can get more time. And so there's a skill that you're lacking and maybe you're avoiding it. And why are you avoiding it? Like, what's the reason? So if we dig deep, you know, we're talking about mindset here, we dig deep and we start looking in, like maybe I'm trying to hold myself back from success because I just... It's too scary to hire more people. It's too scary to scale a business. What like what would I do in this situation? What would I do there? So our knowledge gap right now is we have to compensate our knowledge gap by putting in time. That's how it works. So if you don't have the knowledge, you have to put in time or you've got to put in money. It's going to cost you something. So what I would rather do is put the time and the money into the knowledge so that way I can learn the thing so then I can progressively get forward. Now, there's a reason why you've been running your business for a long time and you've got no time. It's because you haven't done that yet. So literally, for you to change your life and change your business, it's simply one high-earning skill that you need to learn right now or um, well, leadership, something like that. It's going to change the game for you because all of a sudden, you'll be able to hire people, work with other people. You'll be able to delegate. You'll be able to let go of things. The more knowledge that you have, and the higher value skills that you have, the less time you need to put in. Like think about someone that runs a big company, like a CEO. It doesn't mean they're sitting there, you know, they're not dead digging the trenches and building the cars themselves. Like they can put in less time than everybody else because they've got the knowledge to delegate and to see the big picture. So that's where we need to get. So moving on to my next points, four points here. Why do we want to do it? Well, the first one, this was the reason why, one of the reasons why I wanted to do it. Back in 2019, um, well, from 2015, 2019, all the way through, I did a lot of workshops, but people needed help in between my workshops. So I probably ran like five to 10 workshops per year and people needed help. And they'd get into my DMs or they'd send me emails and they'll ask for help. Like, Jai, how do you do this? Jai, how do I become a destination wedding photographer? How do I price myself? How do I increase my prices? How do I market? How do I sell? All this stuff, right? How do, how do I grow an Instagram following? Question after question after question. And I'd put in so much time. And what I realized was it was actually not a high value thing for me to put my time into. I was like, I'm putting a lot of time into this for years and years and years. But it helps me build my brand, yes, but it doesn't really get anything back from my business. And as I got staff, arguably, they would say, you should probably stop getting back to all those DMs, Jai. Even though I never did, just for the record, like I always got back to everybody. But it allowed me to monetize my knowledge and my time. I want you to ask yourself the question right now. Is people asking you things? 
It's people asking you all the time, like, what filters do you use? How do you make a template? How do you sell this? How do I become an international? How do I, how do I just like set up an LLC? How do I do this? Like whatever it is. If people are asking you, you can monetize your knowledge and your time. And I think that's really, really important. The second reason, it's another income stream. Now, I'm not saying it's like passive income or anything, but you can have multiple services and products, digital products, physical products, multiple things. And I think it's a really good idea because you diversify your business. You make it more bulletproof. One example of this, just not long ago, we had this big global pandemic. And when that happened, half my business was already online. So I had a, an offline section, which was my wedding photography. I had a DJ company. I had a photo booth. Then I had my online version um, products, you know, so I had my online coaching. I had my three courses at the time. So half of my business was still able to run and I was still able to scale it. And I didn't lose my business where I seen a lot of people just simply lost their business. And they're like, what do I do now? So I think often like right now I've got physical products, I've got digital products, I've got service-based stuff. And I think it's really, personally, I think it's important. Like if you want to have a business that can withstand anything, then having diverse offers that you can sell and you can deliver in different ways is a really good way to keep yourself bulletproof, especially when it comes to things like market changes, recessions, booms, busts, like all the things that come, a pandemic, we could have like a big storm comes around, you know, and all of a sudden, like we had some big floods and things like that. And I couldn't travel around to shoot weddings, but my online course was still selling and I was still able to show up and do things. So different things to think about on that one. Another one, even with that, is um, I have products that sell from different countries. Well, they're shipped from different countries. So even if my internet cuts out, people can still buy it. It's still on my website. It still ships out from where it needs to ship out. It still goes to where it needs to go. Still fulfilled. Money still comes in the bank account. And even though I'm here and I'm struggling with flooding, struggling with building my house because I've got no time. So this is back in like 2021 with COVID, with all the lockdowns and all the things that were happening, like business is still going. And money is still coming in the bank account. I think that's really important. Okay, the third reason is you can use it to further your own knowledge. Now, trust me, once you start learning how to add another service product, um, digital product, physical product to your business, your knowledge expands. And to do it on a selfish level, like I always talk about like on the non-selfish levels, like how can we impact and change lives and industry, all that kind of stuff. But on a selfish level, it's like, how can you obsess and level up your own knowledge and bridge a whole bunch of gaps? Because if you are going to learn how to sell a digital course, man, you're going to learn sales pages, you're going to learn funnels, you're going to learn copy, you're going to learn how to onboard, offboard. You're going to learn a lot of things. It will challenge you. And I love a challenge. I love learning and expanding my skill set. Also, just learning this stuff is going to increase your earning capacity skill sets that you have from whatever it is that you do now, if you're doing pottery, if you're playing guitar, if you're a designer, if you're a photographer, if you're a videographer, to a whole new skill set where you can actually sell things online. Because once you learn how to sell a digital course, it's the same framework to sell a conference, a workshop, digital products, templates, presets, physical products, like it's the same, it's the same thing. So all of a sudden, and here's another thing, once you learn a new skill, 
you can never go back to unlearning it. Like your life never gets worse. It only gets better. Right now, the only reason why your life can get worse is because you're not progressing, you're not learning anything. But if you put in the time to learn a whole new skill and obsessed over this, man, I'm telling you right now, you've got your next level sitting right in front of you. It's I'm looking at it for you. You know, I can see there's just this roadmap of this next level. Where can you go with your with your life, with your business, of all the things you do? And honestly, it's obsessing over what's the next skill set that I can learn? What's the next thing that I can launch? What's the next thing I can create? And if you can do that and you do that over and over, the reason why I have so many skill sets with so many things, I think about it, like when I had my photography business, when I had my DJ photo booth business, when I had my electrical business, when I had my cafe, when I had my property development business, when I have my education course creation business, like all these different businesses that I've had when I had my clothing brand, all these different businesses, they all teach me a different skill set and I never lose those skill sets. These are skills that I've never lost and I can take the best of the best, right? So an example is when I had a cafe in my electrical business, I learned leadership. In both businesses, I had to have, you know, 10 20 employees. I had to learn those things. I couldn't not learn. So by the time I became a photographer, it was really easy to go, oh, I need to hire some people. Like I can't do it on my own. That doesn't make any sense. Like imagine trying to work a whole business by yourself and wearing every hat. Like I just, for me, it doesn't make any sense because I'm a business person, right? So I learned so many different skill sets. And so by creating something and something different to offer in your business, like a digital course could absolutely change your skill set for the future and all the future endeavors that you do. Because if you're anything like me, you're probably an entrepreneur and you're never settled. You always want to go into the next thing, the next project, the next hustle, the next creative project, like whatever it is. Okay, last one. And just a recap why to do it. Number one was monetize your knowledge and time. Number two is, hey, diversifying your income streams. And number three, use it to further your own knowledge. This one is huge. Number four is because you can use this to make an impact in your community. A small little thing can make waves in a community. Now, so often in so many different communities, I see people complaining about other people in the community. Like, oh man, it's so gatekept. And this is, I don't like how people show up like this. And I don't like how people treat people like that. I don't like how people are struggling. Like I always like, man, I when I came into the photography space personally, I was like, I don't like how every photographer knows nothing about business. Like that was my thing. I was like, I want to make, I want people to be so equipped with business and, and their business skills that they could make decisions and they could really change their lives. Like if I could do that in some way, and I feel like I have done that, like it's been 10 years now that I've been teaching or almost 10 years, eight years that I've been teaching creatives how to make more money, how to run an actual business, a sustainable business. And now it's paying off for me because I see it over and over. I see like all these amazing case studies and things like that. So I want you to think about the impact you could make in your community by even solving one small problem for them. What is the small problem that they have? Or maybe they want to feel more connected. Maybe you've got a community and they're alone and you're going to create something about community. Maybe you're going to bring people together or you're going to have more accountability. Like there could be so many things that you have on this. It's going to change the game for you. You start creating and impacting a community, you're doing it more for than just passive income. You're doing it more than just extra money in your business. You're doing it for a bigger reason and you can actually make change. And I think for me, that's the most rewarding thing. I love 
to be able to, in some small way, change people's lives. You know, when I was a photographer, I loved being able to do that by taking photos and giving people these memories that they love for years to come, make them feel seen, make them see themselves differently than they've ever seen themselves. That was just me as a creative, right? Now as an educator, like money is always the last on my mind. Like the whole thing is like, how do I get somebody that, to send me a message, which I get like Jai, because of the help that you put out there, I've been able to enroll my kid into school, the school that I wanted to go into. I've been able to buy a car. I've been able to buy some new gear. I've been able to employ someone. I've been able to give more opportunities around. I've been able to give more because I've got more. I've been able to show up because now, you know, I've got time. Like all these things, like it is to say it's rewarding is an understatement. Like if you have that feeling and you get those messages all the time and you see the impact, you see the ripple, then when you get all the haters and the naysayers and you get all the negative side of things, like it pushes you through because you're like, well, I know the impact is bigger than myself. And so I have something that's worth sharing. And because of that reason, I'm going to keep showing up. So that's it for today's episode. I just want to remind you once more um, that I have a podcast called Educators Rising. If you want to join me over there, I'd love to hear and see you over there. And also if you want me to personally coach you with creating a digital course and setting up your your education business inside of things, it doesn't matter what niche you're in or where you're at in your business or how much money you got, um, we can always work together and make something happen. So I would head over to down below, wherever you're listening to this, there's a link and it says waitlist. Join that waitlist. It's going to be exciting. I'm going to send you some stuff. And if it doesn't work this time, so the launch for this this new thing that I'm building is in November, like November tw uh, 21st. And honestly, I've been working on this thing for years now, and I'm so excited to bring it out and just see how people react and everything else. But just a pre-warning, this is a pre-launch, which means it won't be 100% finished because I haven't got my founding members yet. So this launch is going to be for founding members. You're going to be rewarded with lots of bonuses and everything else. And founding members will help me with some feedback so that you can, so I can show up for you and I can make sure the content lands exactly how it needs to land for you. So that's going to be really cool. Founding members, it's always a good time. And I've got some really cool stuff for this one. We had some founding members for the Six Figure Business Map. Um, I remember like Justine Misson and I think Lele was in there and a whole bunch of friends that, I mean, now friends because it was just such a good time and I'm really excited to create that again. But this time I'm going to go way better, way bigger. So it's going to be cool. So again, thank you for listening to Make Your Break. I really appreciate you and I'll see you next week. <laughs>